I almost, dude, I almost fell in the shower today. It was crazy. What? I was, I, Bro, yeah. It sounds like you need to eat some bread if you're falling <laughs> yeah, in the shower. No, 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 no. I, 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 I tripped. I tripped. Oh, okay. So That's I was so I was, much better. Wait, what happened? Yeah, no, no. So I was, I was actually singing in the shower, and it was pretty fun. And then I got soap in my mouth. I guess you could say that was a soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> Did you oh. even fall? Did you, oh, no, I never fell. This is all set up, up, guys. This is all set up. You guys, you guys are fools. Obed <laughs> commits to his craft. I gotta respect. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Now I actually have to fall. He, yeah, he fell just this. so he can say the truth. Yeah, yeah. 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 Next a, week, what, what do you call I'm that? A method actor, right? Yeah, a method actor. Yeah. Dan, call me Daniel Day Lewis. You know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> like next week, I'm gonna come in with like my right arm in a sling. I'm like, guys, I actually did it. I told you. For the craft, for the art. He's like, yeah. I got the extra yeah. to prove it. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, what do um uh, my my last dad joke for the day? What do E. coli and the Eiffel Tower have in common? Wait, say that again. What does E. coli and the Eiffel Tower have in common? They're parasites. E. Yes, they're both parasites. Dude, I got it. <laughs> yes. I got it. Cool. After you, that was pretty good. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, I, I still think the soap opera joke was a little bit better, in my opinion. No? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. They ca- they're they literally canceling school yeah. the Monday yeah. following the Super Bowl. That's, awesome. Really? that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Are you going to have to take PTO? It sounds like they're just shutting down the city. <laughs> yeah, that's you true. Might just get, you might be able to keep your PTO. I already use it. This is this is some BS, man. <laughs> if they're shutting down schools, who cares about dentists? Yeah. No, that means that more kids are going to come to the dentist. Then who's going to come to a dentist after the Super Bowl? That's true. You're right. That is right. I feel like there might be a fight if they lose. They should just close the clinic for the day. I. You know what? I agree. I think yeah. it's for for the morale of the staff. Absolutely. Mental Absolutely. health day. Mental health yeah. day. There you go. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's we have it. a doctor I mean, on I, the call. Uh, Yusuf, write him a prescription for a mental health day, and see, let's yeah. see what happens. Get me, get me, get me some Xanax, Yusuf. <laughs> <laughs>
honestly, such an incredible game. And, yes. uh, and out of everything, you know, safe for the wildcard weekend, these last, what is it? Six games division around. Yes. Insane. I don't think I've seen football games as closely contested as these last two weeks have been. And if there's any indication that this is how the Super Bowl is going to be, I cannot wait how it's going to unfold in two weeks. It's so exciting to see. Like, this is how, this is what I love football. This is why it's my favorite sport because it's just, you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen. You, you're rarely going to see a, a, a five, six, seven seed in the NBA go to the NBA finals, but you see that often in the NFL playoffs, you know, you see these things happening because it's one game. Anything can happen. You get the right matchups, you get the right uh, schemes, you get the right fit. It can change the entire process. And we saw how the, how that game in particular with the Bengals and the chiefs, how it was a tale of two halves. You had the chiefs virtually dominating the first half. They're literally Mahomes could not play any better. He had three touchdowns passing and only three incompletions. Talk about that efficiency there. And in the second half, totally different. They had three points going from three touchdowns, only three incompletions to only three points to account for in 30 minutes of football, 30 plus minutes of football, including the overtime. So just mad props to how the Bengals adjusted at halftime, how they were, you know, uh, how they were, how they changed their coverages, how they changed, how they were rushing the passer, you know, and uh, how the Bengals offense just didn't fold just like how Mahomes folded. And I'm not putting it all on him. I'm not, that would be unfair to do because he played a pretty good game. It was everything kind of culminated in negative scenario, but man, like after watching the first half, you know, you guys were kind of picking on me. Oh, the chiefs are going to get, I'm like, Oh, the chiefs will win because anybody in their mind, when they saw when it was 21 to three, that, Hey man, this game's probably over, especially with how the momentum the chiefs were riding from the bills game and what was going on. Come on. You got, everybody was thinking the same thing, you know, but Hey man, I, I, I incredible. I can't say enough about the Bengals, their resiliency, to number one, pick up their first ever road playoff win last week and now to do it again, that's crazy. Insane. Dude, what I what I gotta say is, you know, some people say that Mahomes and the Chiefs lost the game. The Bengals took it. They they took it. It wasn't, you know, sometimes you look at a team and they're like, okay, they made a ton of mistakes and you know, they gave the game away. Um, but the Bengals, they they came to play Spe- specifically in terms of coverage. They started the game off in a in a zone, right? Two high safeties, and Mahomes was picking them apart. If it was the Chicago Bears, and I'm a Bears fan, we would have stayed in that that formation, in that coverage, and we would have lost by 40. But at halftime, they came out. They essentially played a man. And one thing that I noticed about them was in the first half, their edge rush, rushers were essentially going around Patrick Mahomes and attacked, like, basically – extending out so that Mahomes had avenues to step up in the pocket um, and, you know, escape a little bit and throw the ball. And they just got disciplined the second half and they didn't allow those avenues to open up. And to be honest, that changed the game, right? It, it, it really did not allow for open pockets in the field that Mahomes could target. And it didn't really, they didn't really give them an ability or give them space to improvise, um, and so, like, I just saw that defense, and they, they they came to play the second half, and they were confident. They they felt like they could beat the Chiefs, and it showed. And then Burrow, man, I I picked the Chiefs to win this game after I picked Burrow to destroy everyone before. I won't mention the Titans, but you know, I know that's a sore spot. <laughs> but I won't mention them. But he, man, he is he's a gamer, man. He's a gamer, and. I, I, I know Patrick Mahomes has had the best start three-year, four-year start. I forget how many years he's been in the league now of any player ever. But Burrow, Burrow has this swagger about him where he's just balling and he's confident. And every time he's on the field, he thinks he can win, no matter how far, how far he's down. And 
dude, he proved it. Last couple of games, man, he's been he's been balling out. Raheem, I gotta disagree with you in regards to the Bengals winning it. I for me, it was more the Chiefs losing it, right? Like you said, 21 up 21-3. And then if you guys remember, you know, right before halftime, they were down at the you know uh five yard line right there for the touchdown. They had nine seconds, first pass out of the end zone. They still had four seconds, and then they go for it without any timeouts. Um and then, you know, Mahomes um, throws it on the left to Tyreek Hill and he doesn't get out of bounds or in the end zone. And they basically lose out on three points at a minimum. Right. So that's one thing. And that these small things can also be a momentum shifter, uh, especially going to the halftime. Right. Uh, and then they come back. The Chiefs could not move the ball in the second half. Like you said, you know, three uh, points only. Mahomes was I think he had 250 yards, like you said, only three incompletions in the first half. Three touchdowns in the second half. He only had 55 yards, right? Very uh, depressing, especially with the stature that he has as a, you know, as a QB in the league, one of the best. And he basically choked, in my opinion. I know Brar was talking about that, but he did not do well. Uh, and it wasn't that, you know, they he had time in the pocket. If you look at it, they were talking about they only rushed three people. So they had a lot of uh, defensive cornerbacks uh, in the on the field, just kind of covering up people, but, and they didn't run the ball. And even the last drive that they have, if you look at it, it felt like the chiefs were getting cute. They wanted to be perfect. What I meant, what I mean by that is they wanted to get the ball into the end zone and take their time instead of just scoring. Right. And I think that definitely came back to haunt them. They wanted to be perfect and that caused them to get a sack at the end of the game, uh, which led to a field goal. Um, And, you know, once the, overtime hit we all thought you know Mahomes is gonna get the ball he's gonna go down and beat the Bengals but then again he threw the ball up you know two defenders there they come down with the ball Chiefs lose uh props to the Bengals um like I said I feel like the Chiefs lost it more but nonetheless the Bengals do deserve to be in the Super Bowl uh Burrow you know um he's a calm collected guy even when they were down 21-3 they were showing his face on the TV and he just seemed calm wasn't upset wasn't down uh, he doesn't get phased. He knows that he's going to get his team to uh, team through it. And I think most of us mentioning that they're a second half team. So they love being down and they always come back. They believe in themselves. They have a great kicker. All things which are important uh, for a Super Bowl win. And you got to be lucky. And I think all, all I gotta Eagles say, have had good luck. Yeah. All I got to say is everything that you mentioned that the Chiefs messed up on, the Bengals made them pay. By going for it, going like, like, that's what I'm saying. Like another team would have been demoralized being down that by that much. They probably would have let them score at the end of the half in, in terms of shutting people down and, you know, really, you know, Mahomes came into the second half hot, you know, and they stepped up for the challenge and, you know, there is, you know, you could, it's not a hundred percent. The Bengals won it. It's It's not a hundred percent. The chiefs lost it. I think it sways more towards the Bengals because, Another quarterback may have for me, just given up. You know yeah. what I mean? No, for me, it's more the Chiefs because of their pedigree. Mahomes won a Super Bowl. Andy Reid, been there, done it. So for me, you've been there. You've done it. You should not be doing this. You shouldn't only score three points. You shouldn't be only passing 55 yards in the second half. You should not be making those mistakes in the end zone in at the end of the half and then right at the end, uh, at the end of the regulation time. So that's what I mean. The Chiefs lost it. I mean, but but I'm sorry. I I want to hear Yusuf. I'm sorry. Last last thing. I swear. But I remember Andy Reid in Philly, right? He went to I think five straight championship games and then mm-hmm. went to one Super Bowl. And it was always he always made a bad decision at the end of the game. To to me, the the time he won the Super Bowl with Mahomes is the fluke in my mind. I've Ooh. always seen him. I've always like, and I. You said he's getting triggered. Over I attribute, there. <laughs> but literally, look back the last twenty-five years. He he is a great coach. He's incredibly credible, uh, incredibly smart and creative. But he had Patrick Mahomes, and Mahomes was hot, and they got they had a special year. But for four or five years, he had one of the best quarterbacks in the league, one of the best teams, and he only got to one Super Bowl, and he lost it. I mean, he is a great coach. No disrespect. He has a Super Bowl. I'll never be able to claim that. But 
you got to give the Bengals a little more love, Packing man. Yourself. That's all I got to say. You got to give them a little yourself. more love. No, you yeah. You know, I was about to say Ibrahim uh, was making some uh, really good points about the Bengals, but as soon as you uh, <laughs> threw my guy Andy Reid over the bus, kinda, yeah, lost complete credibility. No, I'm just joking. It, it looks like it looks like Andy Reid coached in the first half, and then Randy Reid coached in the second <laughs> half. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could we could talk about Andy Reid another time, but what I, I, I wanna, I'll, I'll just I'll last thing I promise I said I did that yeah. before, but Andy Reid has lost uh, six conference championships while he was the favorite, the most all time. No other Hall of Fame coach has lost more games than he should have than See, Andy Reid. But that's but that's like fact. my James Harden stat about the most missed threes. You know, so how many of those Hall of Fame coaches have even been to that many conference championships? He's talking about the favorites, so that is a little interesting stat, though. He's talking about being the favorite and still losing, right, Ibrahim? Yes, you're no, the favorite. I, and you're uh, <laughs> no, I don't know, man. Bro, it's like uh, showing up with a, a bunch of NBA players and losing to some third. No, no, that's a bad exaggeration. All right, go ahead, Yusuf. I'll stop talking. No, but what I was saying was, um. We can talk about Andy Reid another time for sure, but I think what I saw from the Bengals Chiefs game was uh, a lot of carelessness uh, on the part of the Chiefs. And the biggest thing that I always, always, always talk about is you have to, no matter what the score is, have a sense of urgency. These teams are professional teams. These are our professional athletes. No lead is ever safe. And I think what the Chiefs did and their mindset of being up 21 to three, you know, like Danielle alluded to with nine seconds to go, going for the touchdown, but then complete carelessness of passing uh, and then the time running out, not even getting away with a field goal saying, oh yeah, well, we're up 21 to three. It doesn't matter. Is the literally the same thing that caused the Packers to lose against the 49ers because the 49ers offense was wasn't going anywhere in Lambeau. It really was not going anywhere. And so Aaron Rodgers and the Packers thought they had all game to just kind of put the 49ers away. And I think the chiefs were really comfortable with their lead and credit to the Cincinnati Bengals. Like Ibrahim said, they took advantage of it because they're professional athletes at the end of the day. That's why, like you see, you know, even in the NBA, no lead is particularly safe. You have head coaches keeping starters in, even with like three minutes to go, up by 14 points because leads can go like that, right? Football is no different. And, um, you know, the Chiefs' carelessness, lack of urgency was their downfall. And uh, the Bengals took complete advantage of it. And they got tickets to go to Los Angeles at SoFi to play my Los Angeles Rams. Oh, my? With my. Matthew Stafford. My. My pick. My the, pick. The, okay, I was about to say. My pick. But my guy, Matt Stafford. I, and and I, I would say, you know, most of the times, um, I, I, tend to, I tend to usually agree with Danielle with most things when it comes to sports, which is really weird, but I do. Um, but in this scenario, I'm actually going to have to agree with Ibrahim because, you know, you have to, you, you can't undermine the adjustments. That's the Cincinnati talking. That is right. <laughs> you, you, right. You can't. No, no. I'm saying you can't try to get the, his day off. <laughs> yeah, please. please. Yeah. You can't undermine the adjustments that the the defense made to cause like re, they were rushing three people. They were they had eight in coverage. Right. So even though Mahomes at all the time in the world, there was one spy on him at all times. And so that's why even though he has 10 seconds, everybody's covered like and it's insanely hard to cover someone for that amount of times, especially when you have someone like, like freaking Tyree kill, Travis Kelsey, Michael Hardman, Brian Pringle, you know, uh, this lays and that potato chip, like so many (laughs) really hard to cover those guys. Like it's crazy. They're all so fast and uh, just props to that. But I think their main downfall was um, I think Dana alluded to it was at the end of the first half when they, Honestly, I think if they even got the three points there, that this game was kind of theirs. They could have sealed this game if they got at least those three points, but I don't know what it was. I don't know why they decided to go for it in that fashion, at least. You know, at least take a shot in the end zone. You have one second left. Go with the field goal. I have no issue with running a play with five seconds left, but the actual play that it ran, that yeah. was a that was a 
Nagy play. That was an arrogant play. That's what it was. That was an arrogant play saying that we're, we're the Chiefs, we're faster and we're better than you, and we're going to show you. And it proved to be their downfall, in my opinion. And I think they didn't, they never, I guess, mentally Cover. recovered from that mistake going forward. And you could see that how they were kind of, they're playing offense haphazardly, 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 like half, like, yeah. Not okay, full. haphazardly. You guys really took a long time helping me out. <laughs> haphazardly. I was letting you, like, you know, figure it Thanks, out. Man. Not Thanks, be I a appreciate it. episode. It's, the five, <laughs> it's, it's, those, it's those five hours of sleep, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, props, more props to the Chiefs. I think it was 60 40 the Chiefs, the, the Bengals going out and winning it, and 40% of the Chiefs actually kind of lost the game. Um, but this isn't the last that you, you've seen of the Chiefs, honestly. This really isn't. And it's only scary to see how good the Bengals will continue to be in the future. And they were, and uh, Joe Burrow was sacked nine times against Tennessee last week. One sack this week. His offensive line played a lot better, albeit against a, a worse, worse defense, you could say, compared to the Titans. But at the same time, you saw those two, three, four plays that Burrow got out of the pocket used his feet to get those first downs on, on third and 10, third and 14. He was using, he was doing whatever it took to go out and win the game. And that is so rare to see from a second year player who hasn't even had two full years of NFL playing experience. That's insane. Winners win, man. Winners win. Guys, this is the second straight year. The Super Bowl is in the, one of the teams that, is hosting the Super Bowl, play is playing in the Super Bowl, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, that's insane. That's never like it never happened ever before. Last year, I know, and that's two years in a row. So, but that game was also quite a nail biter. Um, Jimmy that G game sucked, dude. What are you talking about? The game sucked. <laughs> I thought you were talking about. Are the you being sarcastic? Are you? No, I'm talking about the 49ers and Rams. Oh, I you messed up my segue. You messed up my segue. Listen, listen. You I got your segue, obeyed. Like Thanks, that. man. No, that's the you don't want to, bro. I it's just I don't know what it is, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to make a transition to make good you topics. Can't go from, you can't go from just talking about like, oh, this is the second time uh, the one of the teams in the Super Bowl is playing at their home field. Uh, it happened last year, and then you said that game was great, and then I said no. I said, game. but this game. I didn't hear that part. Oh, okay. Selective hearing, I see. But this <laughs> game, <laughs> upcoming, not upcoming, the one that we just had, the 49ers. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, guys. So what we're talking about now is a 49ers <laughs> Rams game. You know what? I'm going to go first for the 49ers and Rams game. I missed the whole game, and oh, I'm so pissed off. So I really have no comments. <laughs> I watched that. the highlights. <laughs> Zainab had me do it. No, I'm sorry for calling out my wife. She she probably won't hear this anyways. <laughs> probably not. But I, I she had me doing some errands and I, I missed the whole game and I man, it was heartbreaking. But yeah, that's all I have. I have nothing else to add. I didn't watch the game. You know what? You know what? I feel like that that isn't the last thing you're gonna say, but I'm gonna give it to 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 Yusuf on this one because he's the one that rode the Rams yes. um throughout the entire playoffs. That was his prediction to come out of the NFC when we all laughed in his face, called him a fool in front of his face and behind his back, he's the one that stuck to his guns. No matter, and no matter what everybody says about you, Yusuf, you were right. Okay. Thank everybody, you. your brother, your mom, everybody, they doubted you. We didn't doubt you. But okay? he was wrong about the Titans. Let's not he forget. He was very wrong about <laughs> the Titans. <laughs> Dang it. Now I know how I feel. It's about the Bucks. It's like the Bucks. Yeah, yeah it's the Bucks. No. How does it feel to be right? And what are your thoughts about the game? Well, that it comes unfolded? very far and few between, as you guys know. So actually, <laughs> probably the first time in the history of my life uh, that I've gotten something correct. But, you know, for me, everybody's talking about the Joe Burrow, Cincinnati Bengals story, which is great. You know, I, I don't want to undermine that at all. But for me, um, seeing Matt Stafford in the NFC North since 2009 and seeing him literally trapped in that Detroit Lions 
organization and franchise and just never being able to be surrounded by a really good team minus like a year or two with the lions. It was just really, really great to see him finally being on a championship contending team and actually showing the entire league and everybody else what Matt Stafford is ultimately about, you know, and for the longest time, people thought he was stat padding like 4,000 plus yards, you know, in garbage time with the lions and stuff. But he's really shown that he's more than that. You know, he's one of the brighter quarterbacks in the league. I think he's extremely talented. He's only like 33 or 34. He's still a really young guy. And for him to go take the Rams to the Super Bowl in his first year with the Los Angeles Rams, man, I, I, I think that story needs to be talked about a lot more. Um, and then, you know, even his off field situation with like, I think his wife was really sick and everything like that. They did a huge piece on that where it gave him a lot of perspective about life and stuff. So he's a really down to earth guy who understands what's important. So you can't hate, but root for this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't, but root for this guy. That's it. <laughs> but so that's why I was riding with them. You know, um, always wanted him to do well. Uh, and then I just knew, I, I, I felt like they were more of a Super Bowl team for sure, even though they weren't the number one seed or the number two seed in the NFC. Um, you know, with a guy like Aaron Donald, with Jalen Ramsey, with Cooper Cup, who's been killing it, and then picking up OBJ and how quickly he's been able to gel with their offense. I mean, they just looked like a team that was ready to go. McQuay yeah. was uh, trying to hurt them, man. Like, he was trying to hurt them stop the team from making the Super Bowl with those challenges and play calling. Yeah, Stupid was, play calls, yeah. challenges, yeah. and timeouts. It was frustrating. He's trying to do his honestly. best uh, Andy yeah, Reid impersonation, like bro. zero timeouts left. And like, yeah, because his, like, uh, like, even the challenges he had were terrible. Like, yeah. dude, why are you challenging that play? Yes, my like, voice cracks. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, and, uh, uh, man, the 49ers, For those listening though, on the podcast, uh, Andy Reid shots are, are getting a, a yo-yo triggered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't see his face, but when when Danielle said he's doing his best Andy Reid impression, <laughs> Yusuf's face just dropped, and he's Damn. like, oh. <laughs> "Oh my god!" Oh man! But I mean, I, I give credit to the Rams, dude. They were. I'm happy they were making the Super Bowl, but because I think they were clearly the better team. But props to the Niners for coming this far. Um, yeah. You know, they were fighting for a playoff spot week 18, and they had to beat these Rams to get in. Uh, which they did, and then they, you know, went on the road, beat the Cowboys, um, and then they beat the Packers, and then they held their ground with the Rams, right? Um, and, uh, you know, they didn't get much effort from their running game, which is their strong suit. You know, Mitchell had only 20 yards, but Debo Samuel, man, that guy, Debo, he is so good as a running back, as a receiver, anywhere you put him, he's going to be a beast. He's probably going to be my top choice for the receiver for next year's fantasy football um team because i think he's just so good he can do so many things and jimmy g man he was playing good but the last quarter he just showed you why they drafted trey lance and why they need to move on from jimmy g because if they want to win it all and if their running game's not going jimmy g's not going to take them to the promised land and this game was there for them right it was tied and he threw that interception and it went downhill from there um, but uh, props to the Rams. I'm excited for the Super Bowl. Rams and Bengals. I think it's going to be a great game um, because we will have two good quarterbacks. Because if we had the Niners there, it would have been not as much fun. But nonetheless, props to the Niners for getting that far. And it also shows that if you have a really good defense and a good offensive line and a good running game, you can go really, really far with the subpar QB. So, and, you know, one and, you thing know, I. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Bree. Sorry, I know I said I wouldn't say anything, but but oh, who was right? <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I will say is this game was the epitome of one team throw, throwing all their resources to get an established quarterback in Stafford, and another team throwing a lot of resources to get a rookie. Um, the Rams won this round, right? Because they went to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff, and they knew he was not the answer. They 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 did whatever they could to get a, a great quarterback. And, and Yusuf, I got to give you props. I thought he was a stat pattern. He proved me wrong every, every game in this playoff. So I got to give him love for that. He spectacular player, but the 49ers invested in a, in a young quarterback and they got to wait a couple of years, but their window is now. So it, it's, it's a really a tale of two teams. 
Obeyed, you can you can go. You can oh, I, got di- I got distracted. I'm sorry. Um, all good. I but, thought you were wait, following can I say me something? on, can I on say Twitter. Something so before thanks, uh, thanks says something, because you, you know, you can always Stafford. You can always say something before me. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. No, but this is like on a serious. Because I think Daniel, uh, you looked a little surprised when I was talking about Matt Stafford's off the field, um, like wife's health and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, she, she was having vertigo, which is like dizziness and everything. And ultimately was diagnosed with a brain tumor actually. Whoa. So she had surgery oh. and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a crazy. So this is like it. recent, like the last couple of 2019, months. 2019, 2019. Oh, 2019. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, crazy. so, but he had like this new kind of, per, you know, perspective on life. And I really got to know him through that piece, you know, I mean, like, not he seems like a, yeah, he, he, like... he seems like a nice guy. Everybody <laughs> loves him. The players love him. His teammates love him. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So yeah. sorry, I, I just wanted our viewers to know, like, yeah, because I know, didn't know Matt that. Stafford has a little bit more depth. To now it. I see why you like him so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I I like Matt Stafford, and I always thought he was a very talented, good dude, good quarterback, down to earth. Um, but at the end of the day, Jared Goff got them this far too. So let's see if he takes them over the hump. Honestly, the, yeah. That, this Wait, is, did Jared Goff just... or did the referee who didn't call that passing interference call <laughs> Whatever. take him well, this far? Well, at the same thing, if if uh, the 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 guy on the 49ers, uh, Jaquez, I think Jaquez Tart makes that interception when the man, yeah, when man Stafford that was goes, a... the game's over. I mean, come uh, on. At the end of the game, a lot, that of, guy a lot of plays, easy interception, a lot of plays can go back and forth, but he played really well. Odell Buckham played really well. Cooper Cup, dude, that guy's unstoppable. Yeah, um amazing. like amazing route running skills and yeah. just just can do it all um Devo Samuel I, I mean this is one of the first games in I think this entire season that the 49ers were held under 100 yards rushing and that's yeah. the key to beat them is if you make Jimmy G go and try to win the game he's not he doesn't have that ability to do it you know uh and I'm not saying he's you know not good enough for it but it's just he just doesn't have that factor in him you know at this point he's and not returning so, you guys think right oh no no, yeah, no, he's, no he's not returning he's not returning he uh, but i do think he will be a starter somewhere in the league mm-hmm. oh somewhere. I, I agree 100 percent. yeah i'm gonna say he could be a starter in pittsburgh pittsburgh could be an option i could see indy and i could see tennessee as well doesn't indy oh, yeah, be great for a couple of years what's that doesn't indy have wins for a couple more years exactly I, I that's would... why Jimmy G's, like, Jimmy G's an upgrade. Jimmy G. I agree. I agree. I one hundred percent agree. Yeah. Do you think Aaron Rodgers will go to the 49ers like Kevin Durant went to the Warriors? No. no. I think you go to the Broncos, man. <laughs> I think. I think honestly, uh, Ibrahim. I think it's dumb to leave Green Bay at this point. Oh, I because, agree. I agree. Because at this point, if, think about the AFC at this point, right? You have right now. You have Mahomes. You have Watson. You have. Uh, Burrow, you have Lamar Jackson, Herbert, you have Herbert, maybe Mac Jones. You can throw him in that conversation as well. Um, Watson, that's and then you have you, Mr. Bisky, yes, Josh Allen. I forgot how could I forget Josh Allen? Yeah, Josh and Allen. You, and you also have Patrick Mahomes. I already said he was the first one I said. Um, I mean, Trevor Lawrence might be getting better. Like, there's a lot of young guns in the AFC at this point, Zach like, Wilson. Zach, the MVP, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just all these really good quarterbacks in the NFC. NFC is if Brady truly is retired, that's it. I mean, it's Rodgers, Wilson, Wilson, eh? Seattle, Seattle, top to bottom is significantly. Yeah, but the we're talking about Matt Stafford, right? What about Matt Stafford, guys? I agree. I no. literally spent. Yeah, he's. he's <laughs> I agree, but skill wise, like, come on, like you give. Okay, all I'm saying is you put Aaron Rodgers on the Rams right now. On this team, on this team with this roster, Bowl, they might not lose a game. No, no, no. I'm just There's something saying. about Aaron Rodgers that's not a in winner. The if you're going to talk about Andy Reid, then you better talk about Aaron Rodgers, bro. Yeah, he's got a point. You still yeah, got a point. He's been terrible. I get it. I, I totally understand. Thank you. I totally agree. But I'm just saying, I mean, come on. You can't say that Stafford's a better quarterback than Rodgers. I'm saying, you know, comparable like one yeah. two like like that like brady's gone he's a top dog in the nfc there's literally no competition at this point like i'm not putting kyler in that conversation the the seahawks have a lot of question marks on that team deck i mean i'm not 
as much as I'd, I'd like to see the Cowboys do good, I don't think they're going to be in that conversation at this point. Who else is there in the NFC? It's your best Chicago bet to stay Bears. there. Justin like Steel. I said, Steel. it's your best bet to stay in the NFC. <laughs> <laughs> what I said still stands. But actually, there is another Super Bowl winning quarterback in the NFC. Nick oh. Foles. Yes. <laughs> Nick Foles. Yeah, you're right. He he's like performed at the highest level. A, I just don't know what happened. He's a thir- third string at this point. Oh, and I forgot <laughs> Derek Carr as well. Always mis- underrepresenting Derek Carr. Uh, he's also a really good quarterback. Mad props. Always, always, always underrated. But um, I was very impressed with the Rams. They're very frustrated throughout the game because they are clearly, clearly a better team than the 49ers. But for, for whatever reason, the 49ers are just have their number, and I think it's because they're just a tougher football team. But the the Rams are more, you could say, a finesse team, but they showed toughness at the end of the game. Mental toughness, physical toughness, and they out-49ered the 49ers at the end. They ran the ball over and over and over and over again down the throat. McVay wasn't being cute. He's like, I got a good, I got two good running backs. And I have a good offensive line. I'm going to utilize it. I'm going to make sure this time goes down, kick that field goal, and let Jimmy G try to beat us with his arm. And he was right. Couldn't get it done. You got it. But who knows how this 49ers team is going to be next year. You know, you have Trey Lance there. Who knows? But for right now, the NFC belongs to the Rams. And the AFC belongs to the Bengals. And we look forward to the Super Bowl in two weeks in SoFi Stadium Can't on wait. February, February 13th, 5 p.m. Eastern. No, Central? Central. Central. 6 Eastern, 11 a.m. Australian time. And- <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did, did the Joker get into Australia yet? <laughs> no, no. He, oh, oh, by the way, uh, shout out Rafael Nadal. 21st Grand yeah. Sam title he won. He has broken the tie with Roger Federer and Novak Djokovic to become the all-time men's leader in um, the Grand Slams. And by the way, if you guys don't know what that means exactly, because I know you guys are like, I don't know what that means. To be honest, 20, I thought he retired. No. twenty. He just had knee surgery two months ago. I was ago. about to say and Barry he Bonds has more than 21 Grand Slams. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. For, for you two baseball fans, 20, 20, 21 Grand Slam titles. I know, real talk. 21 Grand Slam titles is comparable to a player hitting 2,000 home runs in his career. I'm not exaggerating this, that's by the insane. way. Um, that's like throwing 6,000 yards in an NFL season and 60-plus t- touchdowns. That's the combination you have, you know? Um, and you have three guys with – and all play in the same time frame. Yeah, Nobody yeah, else yeah. has more than – like the other – this after Federer and, and all them – Sampras had 14, which was the record. And then after that, nobody else has more than 10. And these guys have 20, 20, and 21 at this point. So he's Nadal's leading it now? Nadal's leading it now, yeah. So is this he, like the- he, wasn't, he wasn't even supposed to play in the tournament. He had knee surgery two months ago. That's crazy. People, he people saw said his that shot, he- man. He saw his shot. And he oh, did, by the way, he, he was down. Vaccine shot. He did get the vaccine <laughs> yeah, shot. He did. He did. <laughs> was eligible did. to play, technically. Yeah. He was down. <laughs> He was down two sets to love, meaning he lost the first two sets and to he Kevin was down. To, yeah. He was down in the second set and the third set as well. If he had lost that set match is over, he won three sets in a row. And you know, the, they played the match was five hours, 22 minutes. What's an average match? I, I, I honestly don't watch oh, tennis. What's uh, an average, you would say match? average is like, yeah, you know, two and a half hours. That's oh, crazy. Wow. Dude. So they Wait, did so like three hours. Double, okay, would you say, this is like the golden era of tennis, basically. Oh, hundred percent. This is the golden era of tennis. Yeah, you have you have this so-called. So there's this thing in tennis called the next gen, right? And that's the yeah. new new set of players. You've had the there have been two sets of next gen players who haven't even broken through while these oh, guys have been playing. Dude, are you serious? That's how good they are. Yeah, that's crazy. People joke that they're still the next gen of the next gen. That's <laughs> how good they are. That's impressive. Yo. I, I, I got to ask, and this is a question for the group. With my kid, I want to put him in a sport where he has a chance to go pro and I can, you know, live, yeah. off, of, live <laughs> off of that. And we can get season tickets. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. What, what's the best sport? Is it tennis? Like, like to get a kid in. 
like is it tennis, golf, basketball, baseball? Do you know one one before you guys answer? One crazy stat I read about baseball was one in every two hundred kids that play high school baseball get drafted. Like like it's yeah, but crazy. they don't make it to the yeah. yeah the but the fact they get drafted that's a cool story. That is that is so so I'll I'll give you my opinion. Um, and and also look at the reality as well. Don't put your kid in basketball. We're not gonna make it. They're not going to be. Oh, tall I'm thinking enough. about an NFL kicker. That's what I'm that's, thinking. I agree. That's, that's, that's why. No you, that's why you put the kid. In, put the kid in soccer because that's a foundation of good footwork, and that's going to help you if if you want to do football, if you want to do tennis, any of those things in the future. That is going to help you. So if you put them in that, I would put a kid in soccer. Have them good foundation, good footwork, strong legs, a good foot, and that can open up a lot of doors going forward. He does have big feet. I will say that, but, <laughs> but no, I will dude, I'm, say, I'm really thinking about uh, having him be a kicker. Yeah. It's legit, man. Yeah. Safest well, job yeah, in the world, man. Just... No, I was just saying, you know, uh, maybe a little biasness here, but I'm not, not as far as going pro or anything like that. But I think for me personally, baseball really helped with hand-eye coordination. So even that can help with field goal kicking, I feel like, you know, because you get the accuracy down, you kind of know. I don't play all sports. To do I'm going to put them in a lot of things, but like they're, they're like, for example, in kicking, um, yeah. like I've done a lot of research. Um, there's not a lot of people that actually train specifically to be a kicker. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's just, and to be honest, it's really a money thing because a lot of high school coaches weren't kickers right they were like yeah. defensive linemen or like yeah. quarterbacks or something so they don't know how to kick yeah and so there's actually a couple camps out there where you know you go for a couple of years you, you you know do the right lifts to get your legs strong but you just learn their technique and kickers may mostly practice by themselves like it is yeah. like a man amongst himself doing it yeah. um but there's there's not a lot of competition to it you know and so a part of me is just like yo if you just become the best kicker you know, you could be the next Robbie Gold, man. I'll be there the king of that kind of career. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sorry. Give me Evan McPherson. You can take your loser Robbie Gold with you. <laughs> Give me someone going to the Super Bowl, actually, okay? <laughs> hey, he got drafted. Fifth round. I got to give him some respect. That's right. That's right. Man, Damn, that kid Robbie so, Gold missed so two good, Super Bowls. Man. What was the first one? Oh, was it with the, the Bears? Bear, and the, the, loss, the loss. Oh, yeah, yeah, the losses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so... I mean, he could, cool be the next Justin, he could be the next Justin Tucker or Adam Vinatieri, you know? You don't have to Mike be a Vanderjack, big guy. Mike Dan Bailey. Mike Vanderjack cost Peyton Manning two Super Bowls. So. <laughs> that 46-yard <laughs> field goal. Yeah, let's, not, let's, not, let's not talk about that. He was never the um, same after that. Yo, he was, was so good before. He, was, he used to be really good, dude. Yeah. He, he was like Vinatieri. He, he, he was all mental, man. Bad. Yeah, it was like Vinatieri versus Vanderjack. It is all mental, dude. It's all mental. We're going to have next week our full Super Bowl preview breakdown matchups things we're looking out for and obviously our final predictions but just off of you know what happened yesterday or well i don't know when you guys listen to this but what happened on sunday what do you got what are your extremely early fresh super bowl predictions going forward quick just quick i'm go. you know where i'm sticking with i'm going with the who day my team my quarterback and uh, I'll, I'll start off, you know, you know who uh, I'm going with. I think the Los Angeles Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. It's going to be a great story for uh, Matt Stafford, uh, inshallah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, that's uh, not going to happen now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I, you know, and I think their defensive line is so much better than the Chiefs that they're going to pressure Joe Burrow. Um, but it's going to be a good matchup, man. I, I think I'm on board with Daniel. I want a close, good game. You know, this entire playoffs has been spectacular. It's one of the best NFL playoffs I've seen. I want to say at least the five, last five, six years. Oh, right? it's been spectacular. Yeah. The thing I want to pick the Bengals. I love Burrow. I regret not picking him this past week. Um, but their own line. I know they they only allowed one sack. But man, you're gonna go after you. You're going against Donald. You're going against that front. I, I just hope he gets out of the game healthy. I just, with that defensive pressure, I just don't see how they can they can string together enough. And the Rams have a high-powered offense, so I'm going Rams. 
Yeah, it's going to be a really – I'm hoping it's a really good game. I really don't care who wins as long as there's a close game. I'm not rooting for one or the other. Uh, it would be fun for either team to win um, because, you know, that you have storylines. you got Matt Stafford on one side, and then you got Joe Burrow uh, and the Bengals who, you know, won two games two years ago. So, um, like Ibrahim mentioned, the Bengals um, have a terrible O-line, and the Rams have one of the stronger defensive lines with Donald and – Miller and Floyd. Uh, so I think that's going to be their biggest challenge. But if the Rams play like they played this past week, I would have to go with the Bengals. And in my opinion, I trust Burrow more than I trust Stafford. That doesn't mean Stafford's not a good quarterback, but I would trust Burrow if it comes down to a um, last minute um, field goal. And McPherson's been the MVP for them so far. I think he's hit the game winning kick for every single game. And I think that's what's going to happen again. So I think the Bengals are going to win it. It's their destiny. I got, I got a better question for you guys. What What is more important? Who has more of their legacy on the line right now? Stafford, Stafford or Burrow? Stafford. Burrow's too young. But but the way I see it is if he wins the Super Bowl this year, he can potentially eclipse Patrick Mahomes. Because- <laughs> Too early. You know what I mean? That's but, too early, no, though. But, but what I'm saying is Mahomes didn't win a Super Bowl his first year starting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like, like yeah. you have the potential now. It's like, okay, you've done it. Now but let's it's not easy. The next couple it's, of years. it's not easy to get here either, right? So, like, Mahomes has been in AFC championships, I think, all four years he's been playing, or three years, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, insane. Yeah. It's not easy to do. I'm not saying Burrow can't do that, but AFC, like Obey said, is it's crazy. Allen, Herbert, Mahomes, like there's just so many good teams out there. So doesn't mean you're going to be able to get back into, uh, you know, the Super Bowl every year. And I know a couple of years ago, we were talking about Mahomes getting to the Super Bowl every year, which seemed like it was going to happen. But now look at it. Things can change. Anything's possible. Can I, can I just say, um, I feel like the Chicago Bears have oh, always God. been. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. <sighs> they have always been a catalyst for the Super Bowl teams. When the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost to the Chicago Bears, they never lost after that, and they went on to win the Super Bowl. After Joe Burrow threw three interceptions against the Chicago Bears, man, something clicked, and this man has been lights out since. Something happens in Soldier Field, guys. Both games in Soldier Field. You want to win a Super Bowl? You want to go to the Super Bowl? <laughs> Go to Chicago and lose. Go to Chicago and lose. You know what? You know what it was? They were so damn embarrassed they lost to the Chicago Bears. <laughs> like, we cannot be this bad. Let yeah. us at least ride the season out and see what happens. And I guess there you go. That it's Two pure embarrassment. So, Ibra- so Ibrahim and Yusuf have the uh have the Rams and used Obed and I have the Bengals. I, I have definitively the Bengals. Yeah, I'm friend with either, Danny, but I, I think Danny, you have the yo-yo pick where it's like I picked this guy, but don't count the other guy. No, out. I didn't say <laughs> it. Don't Wait, count okay, the other guy. On. I just said I, I don't care that. who wins. <laughs> I don't care who wins. But see, here's I just the thing: Burrow's gonna be the one. I love you, you too, bro. See, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm choosing and I'm rooting for the Bengals, and I realistically think that I'm not rooting for any of them. They will win, but if the Rams win. I picked that preseason, so I'm winning either way. Regardless, you're winning regardless. <laughs> you guys are already getting Obeyed, food I, from us. So, what so, more do you want? Y'all play checkers. I play chess long. Wait, I expect you okay? to expect to see you checkers. in a Burrow jersey at uh, Ibrahim's place. Okay, I can't just drop a hundred bucks on a Burrow jersey yet. Just chill, but you know, I wear my I wear my uh, Manning jersey. How's that? How how's you should that? should all wear jerseys. That'd be pretty cool. Ibrahim's got his Mac jersey. There you go. I mean, he's still on the team, so yeah, it makes sense. Mac, he's going to be... What if he gets Whose traded? jersey do you have, Daniel? Montgomery. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bring nice. Zion Packers jersey. <laughs> what, what about you, Yusuf? I don't have a football jersey. He's I got his have, uh, baseball a, jersey, bro. I have a Chris Bryant jersey. That's right. Sadly, that? plays for the, four, uh, the Giants now. <laughs> oh, I got I to gotta just say one thing about Chris Bryant. When he came back to Wrigley Field, uh, bro, it was... Crazy. It was beautiful though. It was it was like a standing ovation. Everything he helped them. Like he cried the up. He's man. the type of guy. I know we're talking baseball now. He's the type of guy that should have been a lifelong Cub. That's all I, I know, say. dude. But people like Danielle didn't want him to be. So 
<laughs> Shame. It's a discussion for other time. Don't worry. I'm, don't worry. This is not gonna be on pod. I'm not. I'm not having baseball on this podcast. So don't worry. Okay. Hey, if we can talk tennis, we can talk baseball. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Ten- <laughs> tennis is far superior. You're hitting the baseball. ball with this stick. What's the difference? <laughs> You're doing it by yourself. Nah, that's what she said. So I. <laughs> All right, so next week, next Wednesday, you guys want to meet up? Yes, inshallah. Yeah, but well, you have to conclude this. Um, I was getting to that uh, oh. when I was until I was rudely interrupted <laughs> by Yusuf. But I guess I'll finish it off right now. Is that okay with you, Yusuf? Yes. Okay. Do it. Do it. <laughs> uh, thank. Wait, is this the twenty-sixth episode? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't even have an introduction. Um. <laughs> Oh yeah, you just went into the Bengals. You're like, who day, who day? Yeah, that was the start. Okay, well, the people figured out. Don't worry. Thank you for listening to our 26th episode of the Bench Mob Scrubs. Anyone famous was number 26, guys? Let me Google it. Well, okay, I just we don't I'd have just... Tanya, We don't have time to Google. <laughs> people are um, like in their car driving and like silence AP, AP, Asian Peterson he was 28 bro he was 29 Kyle Corver was 26 at one point that's true that's true okay good good looking for listening to our 26 goat shooter Kyle Corver episode the hot sauce hot sauce episode (laughs) and uh thank you guys for always listening to us and uh we hope to catch you guys next week when we give us our preview in depth of the upcoming Super Bowl, which is Super Bowl 56 in SoFi. Thank you as always. Catch us on socials at IG, Twitter, Facebook, and other Instagram. stuff. I said that. I said IG. Oh. Again, you don't listen. You say, damn it. God, this is what I have to deal with, everybody. Um, thank you all again. And uh, we will see you. No, talk, talk, talk to you guys next week. Yep. See you guys. See ya. <laughs>